This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the Coins and Connections podcast, where we explore all things books, business, and bullshit. My favorite bees. I'm your host, the fairy coin mother, Cinquanta Cocksmith of www.cinquantacocksmith.com. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Coins and Connections podcast, episode 168. Today I'll be talking about what I learned on my KDP journey. But if you guys do not know what KDP is, it is Kindle Direct Publishing. I also would need to let you guys know that before it was KDP, we were out here hustling and bustling on the great Create Space. Now, Create Space is where I learned how to self publish my. My very first book we'll dive into that as well but i do wanted to let you guys know the name of the website when i mention create space or say anything about that you're like what is that all we know is kdp well you ain't been around these book streets for a long time you have not done the work you just know make a journal and make money you don't know what it was like to publish a book on create space so there's some real ones out here who will get this and understand you would also be able to publish a cd on create space that's how true create space is let's go ahead and get into this episode i want to talk about how i published my first book for the first time ever on create space in 2014 that was a journey in its Back then when I published my first book, I had to do my paperback on CreateSpace, but I was already introduced to KDP because that is where I uploaded my ebook. CreateSpace was just like paperback and CDs and things like that. I had to go on KDP to do my ebook for my actual paperback book. In 2018, when I discovered journals, I started uploading journals on CreateSpace before they moved into the KDP paperback journey, which I also talk about. That's how I started my journey there. Before journals, my books never paid me more than $100. It was more like pennies. Like I was legit making like nine cents, probably $2 here, $2 there. But I celebrated each moment like I was making thousands. I celebrated that nine cents or that $10 like I hit the lottery. I made more money selling my paperback books in person with the help of my family, my first published book. It was not perfect. It was a horrid pink cupcake disaster, but 
it sold. It sold 10 times over than I could ever had imagined. I made so much money off that paper book and my parents was out here hustling my books. Like it was out the trunk, like it was some drugs, but no, let's not put drugs and my parents in the same sentence because we don't want that. That's how it was with the book hustle back then. My first book and my second book sold really well. My parents would come visit me. I was at the McDonald's autographing books of my second published books. And it was this ugly white cover because I figured it resembled or it stood for new birth and new life because of the character Mary in the book was having a baby and getting married. Girl, it was horrible. It was ugly. No one told me it looked like a Bible. It was ugly. But they both sold hundreds of copies and it was more so not about how it looked but about the support that was given to myself. When I got deep into the journal hustle, I will say from the beginning, I learned a lot about it. I did my research. I have notebooks filled with ideas of journals that I wanted to create, niches and everything. I started with like random items of things that I liked. One of the books I did create was a sunflower book. And what took me a lot of time was in my creation process, I would write like what type of journal it was on the cover. I think the book was I want to be a sunflower and I would put underneath that title dot grid journal I was doing the most but I didn't know I had to experience I had to learn I would put stuff on the cover stating what type of journal it was I would have a title page I would put the copyright info as well as like ISBN information in the front I did the this book belongs to thing and sometimes I even wrote instructions inside the journals of how to use the journal but I I feel like I went through that but it was very full circle because now blank journals still sell, but it's more of the content books that are doing better now. And because I've had that practice, because I've had that journey, it's easy for me to get back into creating and developing a journal fully like that. I'm glad that I went through that, that I know how to do that. I'm glad that I went through those steps to jump back into the content journals if I needed to. And I was like, okay, I'm done with blank content journals and things like that. I had that practice. I'm glad I did go through that journey. Around June of 2018, I stumbled upon a very highly profitable niche. I just felt like it wasn't represented. I was like searching, typing, typing in different things, um, typing in subjects and activities and hobbies that were things that I knew that people in my family or friends that I was friends with spent money on. It was very rare for me to find that no one had truly explored that niche. It wasn't represented. It literally had like less than 10 books. And that person had probably been making pretty good sales. But I started uploading in that thing heavy. It went from 25 to 50 to 100 to 500 to thousands of books on Amazon KDP. And it forced the person who had the less than seller books to start uploading. I feel like they probably saw an up tick in their cells because of the pressure that I put on to create so many different varieties and types of journals that they needed to see or explore. What's going on? Our books are selling again. Let me jump on this too. That happened. 
I definitely dominated. I dominated a lot of bestseller lists with my journals. I was consistently on the chart, sometimes 10 books at a time on the bestsellers chart. I was consistently on the new release chart. I was on the regular bestseller chart. And even by the end of the year, that December, I had been on the most wished for chart. I had never had a book that showed up on the most wished for chart. That to me meant that I really started a wave. And all the people who came behind me, I have never really revealed this niche, but to all the come behind me and who stole my journal ideas, you're welcome because I know you're making money <laughs> because I'm no longer on KDB. So I know you're making money. With all that charting, all that money I was making consistently, came with a lot of copycats. Like when I say the copycats were ridiculous to the point where they were trying to match my fonts, they were stealing my title, subtitle, and they were stealing my description. It was ridiculous. And because there weren't a lot of journals in this category or that had been published on KDP before, I know they were stealing because I sat down and I made up that shit myself. To me, it was a slap in the face like, not only do you not have your own idea, but you took all of the work that I did in putting these keywords together to create these titles, subtitles, and descriptions, and you just gonna slap it on your book. It was really rough. A lot of times, I definitely had BSRs under 3,000. I have screenshots, so many screenshots, that I'm just gonna keep on my phone and look back like, damn girl, you did that. You were a beast. And I can still be a beast, but it just will not be via KDP. So I'm going backwards a little bit, but in around July of 2018, I did have one book that sold over about a hundred times. And I think that was the first month that I made 500. Mind you, this was all on Create Space. And if, like I said, you've been on in the book industry for a while, it was a rough uploading process. There was nothing about that was easy. So I did the time. I put my time in to make that happen. By, by the time KDP rolled out the paperback in August of 2018, I had already had 500 books uploaded on Create Space. If you know how hard that process was or is, you'll be like, dang, you really uploaded 500 books? Yeah, five tabs open a lot of time. But I was determined, like I had moved to a new state, I had no money, I had no job, I had to do something. And that something became something amazing that led me month after month, I have $500 months. It took me about two months to get to a $500 month. But after the $500 month, then it was like $500 days. And from 2018 to 2021, I would say I had an amazing run on KDP to the point where my highest gross month was 10K from journals. Now I can talk about it like out in the open because at this point, what are you guys gonna do? I had two KDP accounts. But the funniest thing is I had two KDP accounts since 2014. Again, kicking me off the platform all these years later after letting it slide for so long. Somebody had to know y'all was paying me from two different accounts. In my opinion, I still feel like there was someone who was adamant about stopping my hustle and my grind because I had them been getting paid from two different KDP accounts since 2014. And for it to come like full circle like this, it was like, yeah, 
y'all want to mess with my money. But yeah, I did what I did. Uh, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong because I'm sure there's plenty of people out here who has a spouse account, who has a KDP account, who has a merch account, who lives in their house and they're both getting a check, even if they're not uploading at all. It is what it is. I feel like it's a very biased community now. My highest gross month was 10K from journals, numerous copycats. I created new niches that I had discovered. All have done well. I had thousands of books uploaded and at least 80% have, even if I had some journals that was up there since, 2018 some of them started to sell during the pandemic and it did start to slow down a little my journey slowed down a little when the kdp journal side hustle spread like wildfire through every side hustle streets youtube tiktok twitter wherever it just opened the door for hella copycats, like more than before. Some people have been successful at duplicating my success, but because I laid the foundation, it had people coming back to Amazon looking for that. It helped me support my family really heavy and it's never gonna stop. I'm always on to the next one. I'm always creating, I'm always in my bag and out the way but I really still feel like there was a joy that was ripped away when the accounts were closed. And the scary thing is I had gotten my KDP account terminated in 2016, but I got it back and I was able to transfer all my stuff to a new account. And then that's kind of our two accounts since, oh, I said 2014, since I guess 2016. But I'm just pouring back the knowledge out that I have learned over the years and just to try to help somebody else. But I know a lot of times you can't help everybody. You can't save everybody. And sometimes y'all be asking me questions. And I'm like, I do not work for these people, but it is what it is. I am proud of what I was able to accomplish. You can never take that from me. I got the screenshots to prove it. I just wanted to share that if you're in the beginning of your KDP journey and you're struggling, keep searching for that niche. There's, I guarantee you, there's a niche our niche on there that has not been saturated like y'all like to say y'all love to say that word saturated ain't shit saturated you just gotta come with a fresh perspective and a new eye for some fresh content and give the people what they want but because a lot of you are not talented or creative it is a struggle for you sometimes it's easy to stick with something that is easy for you to create if you're having such a hard time coming up with ideas or not seeing the sales or improvement take those designs and put it on a t-shirt put it on a sticker because it may not be right for a journal and here i go giving you guys a free consult i know things are not the same when it comes to how open and honest i am but that's for good reason when you have poured out so much you've shared so much and you've helped so many people and you've been burned a lot like you've been slapped in the face by people you genuinely wanted to help and wanted to see when you become a little hard shell. It's already hard for me to open up. So when consistent things happen like that, like when I tell y'all I am the nicest person, just don't cross me because then you won't get the nasty person. So nasty, so rude, and that's gonna be me. But I just have to move different nowadays to protect my peace so that I'm not consistently being put in situations where people come to me to ask me, can they steal what I did? Okay. Yeah, that's not cool. That's where we are with that. Shout outs to KDP for all them checks on the 29th, but I'm moving on to different checks, okay? You can block me on KDP, but you can't block me in real life.
I don't know what this podcast is headed to. So I'm going to go ahead and get off the mic because I am in really rare form right now. I'm eating healthy. My skin is glowing and I think it's giving me more energy, but I'm still dying inside. I'm really going through a rough time. So being able to have this break of freedom to just speak my mind lifts a little bit of weight off of me and takes me away from reality of whatever I'm going through. I want to be consistent in what I want to put out. So I am going to continue to try my best to create these podcast episodes and my print on demand weekly updates. I hope you guys like those. If you do, make sure you leave a review for the podcast. And until next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you so much for listening and subscribing to the Coins and Connections podcast. Don't forget to leave a review and join the conversation over on Facebook and Instagram using the hashtag Coins and Connections. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Smith and at Coins and Connections. You can shop all merch at www.coinsandconnections.com. I love you more than I love this podcast. Peace.